Yeah, but the thing is, like, there's no friendship to go back to because there wasn't really one in the first place. Like, he's just waiting. So yeah, that's if, how it if, was. If, so, ladies, if yeah. you sleep with any one of your guy friends, don't worry. There wasn't a friendship to begin with. He was just waiting for you to be vulnerable so he could sleep with you. Oh, or if you feel I like, agree. like I agree. Yeah. Or if you feel like none of your guy friends want to sleep and with then, you. But then, but then you're like, oh well. Jimmy's not that way, or Deshaun, or you pick a fucking name. Deshaun? I don't know. Why are you using black names? Hold on. Because I, I use Jimmy every time, okay? Deshaun? No, nah, I ain't Deshaun never heard you say Deshaun. Deshaun, you pick Deshaun a Watson, name. nigga? This is your goddamn name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back to the It's Better This Way podcast. I am your boy TJ. And I am EJ. What's up with you, sir? Say it out. What up, what up? How you living, man? Living well, brother. It's, um, it's, um, we closing in on this horrible ass January. You know, but yeah. um, it's been January for a few for a few months now. <laughs> I agree. It's been January for a few months. Yes. Oh. Yes. Or yes. it's like suckiness or something. No, no. It's just it's just been a long ass January. Yeah. A long, 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 long ass January. We were just talking about that before the podcast got started. Like it seemed like the first half of the uh, first half of the month went by super slow. Okay. I mean, super fast. And then all of a sudden, it's going by super slow. Like, I can I, I, I can get with that. You yeah. know, you know. Yeah. I mean, it is almost February, like in two days. Yes, or maybe three. I don't know. I, ain't, I gotta look at the calendar. By the time this podcast come out, it will be February. So happy Black History Month. Because it's in February, right? Yes, indeed. I already. I, I just. I'm just. Re, just making sure you know. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> but uh, we got some special guests in the building, man. We definitely do. Uh, we got the ladies of uh, Creative Couture in the building. Hey. We got hey, Jamie and Steph. What's up, ladies? Not much. What's going on? Oh, what's up, Steph? Hey, what's up? Oh, okay. Look, okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm a Taurus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like long walks like at night. <laughs> Favorite color's red. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Mine is too. Okay. Uh, look. Connection? Uh, uh, guys. Yo, people connected. Do people still ask that question when when people are first starting to get to know each other? Like, what's your favorite color? Do people still ask that question? I feel like it, it's a filler, though. It's a it's filler. De- it's definitely a filler. You know, like yeah, it it's definitely is. Like, can you be in your thirties still asking what's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? What's, what's, what's your favorite food? I mean, you should definitely know what your partner's favorite color is, but I don't know if I'd ask in the very beginning. Like, right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's I need a to weird know, question. I need to know up front. What's your favorite <laughs> really? color? Yeah. Really? It's pretty important. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, definitely. What? I think so. You think so, too? Yeah. You know, I was just going to um, I was just gonna say, like, how, how y'all feel about like when you first meet somebody, I'm not sure who I was in a relationship in here, but when you first meet somebody and like conversation, because conversation is definitely important in a relationship. But when uh, you yeah. when you become the only one that's carrying the the conversation, I feel like that's that's a lot because I I get turned off honestly when I'm like the only one because I I can I can hold a conversation I can make a conversation, but if I'm the only one that's continuing to do this and you you not asking me nothing i feel like that's a problem i i agree conversation um is definitely what attracts me to somebody as far as like i need to know like where your mindset is at you know i got friends like that like male friends like they call me like hey what's up tj hey what's happening man what's going on nothing <laughs> just checking on you now he when you say that oh <laughs> it, 
Like, I, I got to be the one to ask the question. Like, okay, so uh, the fam good? Yep. Yeah, that's Everybody awkward. straight. It, it, it's like, good. Why, why you calling me, bro? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of, yeah. But ladies, yeah. definitely, we definitely thank you guys for joining us today. This is going to be cool. Um, we do have a couple shout outs. And when I say couple, it's literally just a few of them. Like I put some couples. more people in there because I forgot to put put some in there, but it's in there. Uh, it didn't update on my end, but I'll let you shout them out. Okay. Um, so shout out to Chisel, shout out to Chantel, shout out to Bruce Leroy, and shout out to Mr. J. Mr. J. And uh shout out to Cherry and Bree. Uh these are all the people that had something to say about the last episode that we put out. Yes, uh, indeed. Yeah. You what? No, I was just saying, I was just gonna ask you good? I'm good. I I'm very glad that you're good. Okay. I don't know if y'all heard Steph and Jamie that EJ took a nap before he came in to the this podcast. Here. Okay. <laughs> and I'm feeling the nap because normally EJ kind of comes in kind of lethargic, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like relaxed and mellowed out, just ready to lay down for the night. But he came in on, on with some high energy today. I miss this guy. Bro, like when I when I do the show, it's normally always high energy. I just have to get in the mood, but just because it was already there. You know, he just excited because we're here. That's why. That's that's, that's, that's all it is. You know, I said we got some yellows coming. You know what I'm saying? Yellows. <laughs> Yo, do people still say yellows? <laughs> do you still say yellows? Mm-hmm. Still? <laughs> no, no, I guess. Oh my gosh. I don't. All right. Well, we do have an email. Um, oh, let me go to it. She says, please keep me anonymous. I'm gonna respect the listener and do that. Whatever you want, Claire. Yes, indeed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm being rude. Josh, what's up, sir? You don't have a microphone today, so what's up, man? Hi. <laughs> nah, wait, wait I'm to the camera. Over here. <laughs> wait to the camera, Josh. Uh, you good. Hey, guys. Hello. Alrighty. And we also have DA in the building. <laughs> Sarah, always in the building. And D Rick is the man behind the camera. He's recording this. Most so, That's the whole gang. That's the whole team. But, um, yes, let me jump into this email real quick. She says, please keep me anonymous. I'm going to do that. She says, my girlfriend and I have been friends for over 10 years and I have and I consider her to be one of my best friends. She was there for me through my divorce, helping me put the uh, put the places of my life back together and encouraging me along the way. Recently, I noticed a little competition on her part. For instance, when I bought a new car, she bought a newer car later that month. When I bought new clothes or shoes, she would she'll go right behind me and outdo whatever I buy. When I bought my home when I bought my home last year, she decided that she was going to buy a bigger house. I don't know if she's jealous of me or if I should be flattered that she's mimicking me. Honestly, it's hella annoying and I don't know if I should call her out on it or just cut the friendship off completely. What do you guys wow, think about that? Wow, that's a good question. Um I don't think you should cut off the friendship completely. I think a conversation needs to happen. Um if you've been in a a relationship with somebody for 10 years you would think that you should be able to communicate openly so you know if it obviously the girl feels some type of way right. so she needs to bring it up to her friend's attention right right i think sometimes in life we just complicate things it's as simple as a conversation mm. Mm. that's all facts what about you jamie um i couldn't agree with stephanie i mean it does seem like Maybe there's some competition or maybe she hating on her or jealous of her. But, yeah, definitely you won't know until you actually communicate that with that person. So. Did, is, have y'all ever experienced this before? 
somebody mimicking you? Not, not really. Not really. I've had a friend that was very jealous of me and kind of did try to outdo me, but we're not friends anymore. Ah. So yeah. was that the, was is that the reason why y'all not friends no more? Um, I mean, she just had a lot of drama in her life, and I just not with the drama. So even though it wasn't surrounding me all the time, it was just. She was always coming to me with problems, and it was just, you know, a lot of issues she was dealing with. We just kind of... Negative energy. Yeah, so we yeah. just kind of drifted apart. We're not, we not, like, beefing or nothing, but... Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not a competitive person with other people. I'm competitive with myself. So, I've never had, um, you know, nobody else has ever had anything that I need or want. Because I want to get it on my own Because because you're unique to your own situation So Nah like I, I just There may be people out in the world like that But I, I've never looked at somebody and say I want their life You know what I mean Like I just I have my own lane you know Right So How do you how do you address something like this With, it, with it being a friend Without disrupting the friendship you know, a lot of people love to say, if there's an issue, come talk to me. Right. Uh, yeah, and that's that's a complete lie. Because as soon as you talk to them, oh, well, well, I guess I never do nothing around you. Again. Like, no, that's that's yeah. that's not what we trying to discuss or get handled here. I mean, but if you if a friend does say some shit like that, then that ain't really the friend you need. Right. Because exactly. you need somebody that you can actually talk to and converse, you right. know, and dis- discuss issues that y'all have with each other. Because y'all ain't going to be Gucci all the time. Nigga, I'm I'm 30. I just said Gucci. Uh, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna be good all the time. All the time. But uh, but yeah, you know, I feel like you definitely, if you have a problem or issue with somebody, or if you notice something, then you definitely should bring it up to to your friend because that's like if you have a like a true friend, that's not just a friend. That's your family. So you should be able to talk about certain shit. Right, and, and I think. You know, some people may get nervous on how to approach the situation. So, you know, maybe you have to go into the situation or the conversation, you know, delicate. You know, like, hey, you know, there's been something on my mind. You know, I may be tripping, but I just let me run something by you. What do you think about this? Like, I think sometimes with conversations, we just complicate things, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely have to go into it knowing that you know, the other person might take things the wrong way or they might, you know, be sensitive or feel attacked or you you may end up losing a friend based on how the conversation goes. So definitely take it delicately. But at the end of the day, you can't just sugarcoat everything. You kind of no, have to just never. say what's on your mind. They may deny it. They may lie about it. But you kind of see where your friendship really is after that conversation. Your feelings are valid point, point blank, period. Like how you feel is how you feel. Your your first reaction to this, because uh, this is a she said it's a two part question. She said, "Would you consider this jealousy or healthy competition between friends?" Your first reaction to it, like you went and got a house, and she went by the bigger house. You went by the pair of shoes. She went and got a pair of nicer shoes. Like, what's your first emotional feeling at that point? Like, yo, are you are you competing um, with me or what? I'm flattered. You flattered? I'm flattered. Okay. Because imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? Right. Right, okay. Come through with uh Nipsey. <laughs> with the Nipsey balls. 
Did Nipsey say that? Am I quoting it wrong? Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing, nigga. I don't even know. I'm like, yeah. You know, every, everything that's dope, we should just contribute it to Nipsey. Nipsey. <laughs> Nipsey said that. Nigga, right. you know the sun is in the sky? Nigga, Nipsey said that. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I think, I think uh, all black people should be treated as equals. Nipsey said that. That sounds like something that's Nipsey would say. Nipsey. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> But uh, Black History Month. Only goes back ten years. Nah, bro. Nipsey is definitely part of (laughs) Nipsey is definitely part of Black History Month, man. Uh, But um, I think initially, I me, I think I would say like I I don't know if I would jump straight to to jealousy. I would say it's it's competition though. I would think that my homeboy is competing with me. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely get that impression. But also, you know, I'm the type of person like I don't want to hang around people. You know, like, I have a saying, like, I don't want you to eat bologna while I'm eating filet mignon. Like, I want everybody to eat, right, you right. know? So, I look at it like that, too. You, you hmm. know, your 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 circle has to fit your future, you know, or mm-hmm. what you want to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with you, you know what I'm saying, with that stuff. You know, if I'm eating filet mignon, if I'm eating that... <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm eating, if, if I'm eating what you eating, eating for <laughs> you know, like uh, and, and my dudes eating bologna, you know, so I'm, I'm getting nigga some chop ham, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because right. <laughs> uh, another another um, fillet, you know, that's that's a lot. Oh my god! You know, but you know, I I, I get you a steak, bro. You give me a steak. I get bro. you a nice steak, dog. Thank you, man. I don't know if it'll be a porterhouse, but we, you know we can do that after podcast. So, so what's your thoughts, Jamie? Like you good? Like how, how you feel about that? Wow, y'all are funny. But we already talked about that. I know you were just changed the subject. She, she don't even know. Like what? What y'all niggas say? <laughs> All right, but but what about you, EJ? I don't know if we got your take on it. Like if if you see me competing with you. Would you automatically jump to competition, like healthy competition, or would you just say that, ah oh, man, TJ must be jealous? Um, uh, I feel like a person that does that, like they, they just want to be like ahead, you know, like they want people to to mention their name, you know, because like you doing good things, like if you just buy the house, then like. Uh, y'all whole circle be like, ah oh, man, let's have something at your house. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, your house is nice. So I feel like it's, it could be a sense of jealousy, but it might be like probably deeper. It's just a within thing. You know, it might not be jealousy. Uh, but I feel like that person that's doing that wants people to talk about them versus you. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. they want their name in the mix all the time versus somebody just saying, ah oh, man, so and so. Um, Having New Year's Eve at their house, so I get a house, and then New Year's Eve at my house. Right, you know. Right. So I feel like that's probably like what that is. It might not be a sense of jealousy. It's just like that person just want to be always in the midst. They want their name and something. But you know, like that's at me. I don't want nobody at my house because I got clean up. So yeah, we can have it at your <laughs> house. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I got a uh, I got a different opinion about about jealousy. Um, it's kind of like off the topic, and we'll get back here, but. You know, a lot of people say they ain't never been jealous. I don't get jealous. I don't. Nah, fam. That's a if, lie. If you're a human, you've been jealous before. Yeah. But I think the thing, I think what people are actually trying to say is they don't let the jealousy control what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've definitely been jealous before. Like, damn, that was what have been me. Yeah. You know, but it's what I do with that jealousy is, is or my response to it is what. I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying after that. <laughs> but and, it's, it's and just, how long it's, does it last? 
You know what I mean? Um, that's a good question. On average, I would just say like initially right there, I try to kill it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I jealous? Is is it because of my own failures? Mm-hmm. You know Be- what I'm saying? Because this person have something that I don't have. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I, I feel like that's that's the most part of the most thing that jealousy comes from is a person having something that you that you want or that you feel like you should have at that at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So it's okay to be jealous because all it does it just means you're human. But yeah. it, it's not okay to let jealousy manifest in the friendship, the relationship, or whatever, and prosper and win you. Yeah. I literally have to look at myself. It's been times I I felt jealousy and had to look at myself in the mirror. You know, like like bro, nigga, it's yes. it's okay if I'm light skin. Like these dark skin <laughs> niggas, bro. They 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 time gonna run out. Yo, chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, listen, it's it's over for light skinned niggas. I don't think we coming back, bro. Hey, <laughs> I don't think we coming back, man. When that shit ended, like like ninety nine. I think when uh, Destiny's Child did like Soldier. <laughs> what? Not for real. Remember, remember the line she said. But wasn't Ti on that song and Little Wayne? Yeah. Yeah, it's been over for a while. Yeah, but but like. <laughs> I remember when that when that line, I think Beyonce said we like them dark skinned dudes with the deep waves. I was like, all right, that's. that's I feel like it was over so, a couple of years before that though. It might have been. It was probably like some chick singing on that, you know, because like in the nineties, that's all it was, just straight singing, you know. Mm. <laughs> but we got so far from uh, the anonymous email that we received. She also has a third question in here. She says, oh. uh, "Have you, EJ and TJ?" She put this in parentheses. Have you, EJ and TJ, experienced this with any of your friends? And if so, how did you handle it? I'm going to put it back on y'all, though. You kind of spoke on yours, though, Jamie. Yeah, I did. What about you, Michelle? <laughs> the question was, have I ever have, have experienced ever, this? Yeah, have you ever experienced it personally? Not really. Um... You think you probably been like oblivious to something? I was just about to say that um, there's probably been situations where I've been oblivious because I try so hard to see the good in people that I might be like, you know, like sometimes, um, you know, I could take it as motivation too. like earlier you were talking about jealousy, but it's like once you have that emotion what do you do with it right so does it motivate you be like you know what i need to get on my on my business and i need to do this and that so you could take it like that um like i said just just my my natural character i'm not a competitive person with other people like i'm more about like unity and like hey we can do this together as a team partnership whatever um do i growing up yes were people jealous of me absolutely yes did i have to deal with it yeah like like people drug my name through the mud and like don't even know me and it's a lot of he say she say and i mean i'm jumping off into a whole nother subject but like but you know like growing up i've i've always um like i've been i guess you could say i've been bullied you know um especially like in high school i actually graduated from high school early because i hate i just i hated drama a lot of the girls wanted to fight me you know um uh, just a lot of people had issues with me and it's like I think I've always carried myself in a confident way and that Im- that intimidates people and 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 back to the word oblivious like I could be oblivious to that be like oh people you you walk around like this and that and I'm like well this is just who I am like right. I'm not trying to 
you know, I'm not an actress or anything, but um, back to the question. Um, yeah, I probably had people try to compete with me, but I was oblivious to the situation and whatever happened to, you know, our friendship or whatever the case may be. I feel like God and the universe is always going to expose people's true colors and I believe there's three type of people in your life, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I, I fuck with that answer because I've definitely been hated on in that, in that regard, too. But niggas hating on, bro. Well, hold on. Cause, cause, <laughs> I, ain't, I, I ain't say that like what, like what you got to hate on, but I'm just, I'm just asking the question. Right, right. Let me say this. Because I remember on the, on the interview that we did, like I, I said that I've always received love in my face. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't never had too many people that's just like, yo, fuck you, bro. You know, I ain't, I've always experienced motivation, encouragement, and love in, in my life. But there has been a few instances where I've been like, yo, that that was kind of sideways. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. Was, yeah. Speak on that, because I mean, cause you, you didn't say that during the interview. Like what? Like what? What happened? Uh, we talking about somebody that we both know. Oh yeah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that nigga, man. Oh, it's wow. on site. Hi, right, oh, uh, so Jamie. It's on site. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> he said on site. It's nigga. on site, man. That nigga went back to crime mob days. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> on site, nigga. But but now nah, for the most part, man, I think um, I, <laughs> uh. But for the most part, man, like I, I, I try to make a um a good impression on people, man. I don't I don't I wanna have I came off as a hater to people. You know how you can be just living your regular life. Oh yeah. You can be living your regular like this person that's hating on our listener, she probably don't even know that she's doing these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? most people don't, but you that's don't, who they are. Right. And you know what? I feel like you might could be giving um Constructive criticism Or just giving like advice If a person asks for it And they can be like Ah man you just hating You know what I'm saying So like you could not be hating But a person can feel like Can probably get some energy from you That feel like you're hating And then they'll say Ah man that nigga That nigga TJ That nigga EJ Just hating man So I feel like that That shit can get around And people might feel like You're a hater Just based off What another nigga might say No you know what it is People hate the truth Oh, most that, definitely. That's, that's all it is. People, yeah. people hate the truth, and you know, we all have as humans, we all have flaws. Some sometimes it's hard to take constru- constru- constructive criticism. Oh, I'm not you good. I, I yeah, do that all the time. I'm tongue twisted her hand. Yeah. But like, you know, at the end of the day, you have to respect somebody like that because at the end of the day, they care enough to hold you accountable. Because obviously. You know, maybe you got on the wrong path or you, or you like, because you're never going to see from your point of view. People are looking from the outside in. Right. So it's a lot that you don't see, but um, there's definitely a lot of crab mentality out here for sure. Um, like, I've had people who don't even know me dislike me, and they're like a lot of he say, she say, but I've never in my life been the type of person to base an opinion about somebody that I've never even met because I'm always on the other side, so I know what it's like. And anyway, you know. I was just I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day about how if so, let's just say you had a new job, right? And your friend uh, works at the at the company, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, man, don't don't fuck with this person, don't fuck with that person." A lot of people would take that in 
as man i don't need to fuck with this person because of what this person has told me about that person when the person that they told you about could actually be a cool ass person it's probably been some fuck shit that that person did so what other people say a lot of people take take heed to what to feel about another person because they already the picture has already been painted towards that person yeah i feel that yeah i know what you're talking about that happened in high school i remember i had a certain teacher and you know the first week of school who you got who you got who you got for therapy all this stuff mm-hmm. and we had i had this certain teacher everybody like you better get out of her class bro she mean she hell boy and man that was coolest teacher my whole high school career man. right coolest exactly. teacher ever bro so i know exactly what you mean um you know this is kind of also why and this is a i don't necessarily want to say it's a negative thing but it's why i end up kind of like over talking sometimes tell me if y'all feel this like when i'm explaining myself like my homegirl just checked me on this a couple of days ago. Um, I tend to put a lot of disclaimers out when I'm talking. Yeah, you, know? you do. Right. A lot of adver- advertising. <laughs> <laughs> but I know why I do it, though. You know, when she asked me, she said, why, why do you put so many disclaimers out and, and, and everything? And it's because I have a fear of being misunderstood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can, I can have a conversation with you, Steph, and then I mean A. But you take it as B, and you go tell everybody B. Mm-hmm. And now everybody has a negative view on me because you misinterpreted one word. You so you try to explain yourself I try before to explain you myself actually to get the whole point of call. Exactly, across. exactly. So it can, it can make me look long-winded sometimes, but at the end of the day, like I can, I'm going to risk being long-winded for you understanding where I'm at, what I'm actually saying right here. Does that make sense, though? No, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to lead people to what you're actually trying to say. Yeah, that's the point of conversation. Yeah. You know, it's the point of conversation to for me to say what I'm feeling or what my opinion is on the matter and you to do the same thing. And then we actually come to an agreement or a disagreement and we go let bygones be bygones. But a lot of times when you can say something, you can say something and somebody take it as something completely different. So, right. But sometimes with that being said, like you have to look at the individual that you're speaking to because. I don't know, like the last two years, I've had a lot of people removed out of my life. Thank God. You know what I mean? Because like some people you just can't do business with. Some people you can no longer have um, a friendship with. Certain people you just can't have a certain type of relationship because, you know, we're getting older. We're evolving into something, into our true purpose. And so you get what I'm saying? Right. Like, Like some people it's just... Like, I cannot hang around people that complain all day. I can't hang around lazy people, you know, stuff like that. And, um. What is EJ pointing at? I was trying to <clears throat> talk to Jamie on the slide. Uh, it doesn't work. I was like, yeah, yeah it does. Everybody, she wasn't even looking at me. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, girl, it's yeah. So, did we answer the girl's question? Uh, I think we did. I think we want to give a, 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 a quick. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think we want to go around the room and get everybody's opinion. So, first of all, do we think that the friend is hating? If, if, if everything, what about you, Jamie? Is the friend hating? I really can't say without knowing like more information. Right. Yeah, That's like true too. exactly because it's brief, but it kind of seemed like she's trying to compete, you know? So, maybe she is envious of her friend, but she's obviously they're still friends. They don't have anything other that's negative besides that from what she's saying so it could just be a competition right it's not it's not cut off the friendship worthy 
Right, exactly. It's conversation worthy. No. Exactly. Still. But uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, I agree with Jamie. I think it's just competition. Maybe she's got control issues and she always feels like she has to be on top, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I was going to say it could be friendship worthy, depending on how the person that's uh, perceiving everything takes it. You know what I'm saying? Because if that person is watching uh, another person mimic everything that they doing or just trying to up one on them, uh, that person can take it a certain type of way that might jeopardize the friendship. Right. You know? Right. So it, it, it depends on both both persons. If that person is actually jealous and trying to minimize what this person got going or if that person is taking something from the situation and be like, man, this person acting like this and they acting like that. So I'm just going to and cut ties with them. As I'm listening, yeah, I, I think I have like competed with friends, come to think about it. Hmm. And and I don't think I'm thinking about it till just right now during this podcast. Like uh, like my my, my best friends uh, CJ, like we grew up together. That's, I know, don't don't laugh at us. I was CJ, like EJ, TJ. TJ. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, it's all good. It's all good. I was like, it's like, not a joke. A boy yeah. band. He's got, he's got 25 other friends whose name ends in J. MJ. <laughs> we got an AJ. DJ. So like, <laughs> salute <to> AJ. <laughs> And that's a girl. XJ. I don't even know who that is. Right. But um <laughs> JJ. JJ. BJ. JJ need to go on somewhere. CJ. <laughs> I had a friend named JJ though. DJ. I have a cousin named JJ. He's crazy. But like it was healthy competition and he don't he, he probably listened to this podcast right now. He don't know, but it was healthy competition. Mm-hmm. Like like um um let's see who can let's see who can get a number. Type of stuff, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Oh. Let's, see who, let's see who get their first car, or who could do more reps in the gym, who can, like healthy. We yeah. never work out. Yeah, I'm say these niggas don't go to the gym. I like, go to the gym every day. Don't do that. Yeah, oh. yeah don't do it. Like through spirit or some shit. No, through. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, oh, hold on, oh, no. I get it. I get it. I got to put it on the ground for EJ to believe me. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, that's that's what niggas do. Yeah, I'm not push up contest right now. Yeah. Hey, that, hey, bro. we did that. We did that before. What push up contest? Come yeah. on. We, at, we definitely did. One. At your mo- at, at, no, at your house. D, um, D and uh, D Rick was there. So who that. won? Do you recall? I don't, I don't even know if I was in the gym doing yeah. that during that time. I'm, I'm pretty good now, bro. I but hey, pretty I'm good sure. now. I'm pretty good. You now. made it to sixty. I can make it to sixty. Oh, okay. But, Let me shut the fuck up. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember a push up competition between me, you, CJ, and and John and BJ. Jonathan. She said BJ and DJ. It's actually just a J. <laughs> But it was on CJ wedding day. You remember that? I remember that. Yeah, we corny as hell. <laughs> definitely wasn't in the gym then. But um, what was I even talking about? Hold on, my question. Oh yeah, the friendly health, the competition. Health, yeah, the friendly competition. Change the camera. Oh, that's a bit. I'll keep making all this noise. Y'all good? <laughs> yeah, we good. Cool. You know, uh, like, are, are you gonna drink that? She's been sipping on. Typically drink brown liquor, so oh no, it's good. It's yeah, good. like you, it's, it's, it's good, like, but it's you know, it's just I not your, you know, like you know, if you if you want me to take her a half of that, you know, for you, you know, I can do that because it's just. You see him trying to take my drink. I'm just saying because she like took two sips of it and be like, oh, oh okay, go eat your cornbread. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, we we just took a, a brief break. If you listen to this podcast, these niggas don't know that on the audio version. Um, I've definitely had healthy competition amongst friends. It's never been no jealousy behind it, though, and that's cool, you know. So yeah, yeah. But but to say that uh, I've ever been hating, no, I definitely wasn't hating. 
And um, but I think what our listeners should do is just have a conversation with your friend. Talk to your friend. Absolutely. If this is your friend, she'll understand. And you'll probably also wake up to some stuff. She might tell you how inspired she is by you. Exactly. You know exactly. And might she might be motivating her. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. I'd like to offer some different advice. Go ahead. Different. What this? What he's gonna say? Hold on. I mean, I think instead of confronting this which was which would be terrible and a horrible conversation to have just start bragging on your social media about things that you've purchased that you can't return brag about your third timeshare that you just got adopt a puppy adopt a, a child so she go do the same thing <laughs> she'll be like oh and i'm, I'm finna be a surrogate next month <laughs> <laughs> like, i can't wait like, what you gonna do bitch you know I what i'm saying i'm about to, to be a with 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 my new son Pablo. <laughs> oh my god! It's gonna be so much fun. I just met Will Smith. <laughs> Who's she gonna meet up with? Will? And see how far she'll go. <laughs> oh wow! That Dang! Is funny. See, look, don't be, don't don't be in a healthy competition with Josh, man. That's what he gonna do to you. Yeah, he gonna make <laughs> stretch that shit. He's out. gonna become like a foster. Just parent. bought a house in Hawaii. <laughs> oh my! And god. I and I'm never there. You know, I just I just do Airbnb. You know. <laughs> But I want I want to get your guys' opinion on uh, on this right quick. So, do you feel that it's it's worth it to be in a relationship with a with a friend of yours? If you guys just been friends and something sporadically happens, nigga, I'm nigga, I'm speaking clear today, man. Nigga, need them naps. Hey, <laughs> words just coming out. But um, it's a good thing. <laughs> but do you feel like it'll be healthy to risk uh, your friendship with a person to be in a in a relationship with them? You on some music soul child type? Def- define type. sporadic. What you got, Jamie? <laughs> you were- what happened? I'm, I'm sorry, I missed. No, it. no, 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 no. She just told you to define sporadic. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I can't. <laughs> I didn't listen. I thought she was just talking. Sporadic is just like all over the place. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I know what sporadic is. Real... We, we couldn't tell at that moment, bro. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, the I context like a, clues. I need like a real in that direction. I need a real example, like so I can visualize this. That was like a whole scene in Legally Blonde. Mm. You, you remember that? It's like, well, just like sporadically. He's like, what's sporadic mean? They probably like, not even right. <clears throat> so uh, sporadically is like. Uh, it can be spared a moment and very randomly and all over the place. So, uh, uh, I need, I know, I know what that is. So, oh, you talking? You still about sporadic? So. No, I'm, he, yeah, no, nah, I heard you say uh, Breeze Witherspoon. No, it's not Breeze. It's Reese. Reese with it's Reese. Who's Breeze? It. It's Reese Witherspoon. Anyway, uh, well, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, so, uh, definition uh, would be is um. Uh, where did you put the Easter eggs? Uh, there are sporadically, um, okay, he's, over. He's playing games with me. The barnyard. So, so sporadic. I could say, hey, best friend, let's go to Mexico and jump off a cliff and go into the That's water, but naked. But what kind of spontaneous are you talking about? I didn't say spontaneous. I said sporadic. Sporadic. Same thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of not. It's two different words. Okay. I've been reading this week. Google it. <laughs> Spontaneous and sporadic is a synonym, but okay. Ooh. Uh, well then. Oh, okay. Come, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Come, come through. Uh, somebody went to community college. <laughs> I, I sure did, and I just graduated on December the 13th. Thank you so much. Okay. 
congrats. Okay. Listen, I went to Cedar Valley. It's all good. I went to hey, Cedar Valley, hate. El Centro. Uh, <laughs> hey, wow. Don't hate. Uh, you, you dropped out of community college, bro? Hold on, hold on, bro. We ain't even, you got to hide. What you got? What you got? It was rough, nigga. <laughs> it was a little rough. Okay, but but okay. So, say for instance, do you guys have male friends? Oh, first of all, let me ask this: Are you guys in relationships? I am. Okay. Yes. How long have you been in a relationship? Since like, look at her smiling. She all uh, love. Right? <laughs> this must be recent. Um. Yeah, it's been like eight months. We've been going uh, strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's been that long awesome. already. Awesome. Yeah. What, what about you, Jamie? I'm um, going on two years. Two years in a relationship. That's dope. Okay, so. Try not to think about them. <laughs> well, I kind of have to because we started off as friends. So. Ah, mm. I didn't. We got straight a... to the point, but yeah. <laughs> so how long were y'all friends? We were friends for a year. So it what wasn't like mean, a long-term friendship, which would be kind of different. That's a long time. You know? uh, you, you, look, you can talk for a year. <laughs> yeah, you really can. Be like, oh, yeah, you, you ready to go ahead and go year. to the next stage? Because people well, definitely talk no, for a year. No, we weren't, well, we weren't dating. We were no, actually, actually friends. friends. Like, I knew he was oh. interested, and he did pursue me in the beginning, but we decided to just be friends. Gotcha. And no, then eventually. Right. That's, 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 that's a good-ass point. Okay, you decided. You're exactly right. I decided that I just wanted to be friends at that time. I had been in a 10-year relationship prior like maybe not even a year before that so i just needed some more time for myself even though i've seen it being a possibility but it was kind of like no i'm not gonna do that so i mean eventually i fell for him so so the question that we're asking is is it ever healthy for two friends to say you know what let's let's graduate this relationship because i'm feeling you i know you're feeling me let's do this thing oh so you in my having case, done it in my case yes but it, was it scary though it definitely was because because you don't want to lose your friend i didn't want to hurt him again because i had already hurt him before oh you didn't say nothing like that well she put him in the friend zone exactly he had to I go mean, to therapy that, no, that, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm just yeah i mean that can hurt that can hurt your ego that can hurt your feelings i mean right. you know especially because we kind of tried today but then i backed off Mm. Huh. So so now it's really coming out. So like it wasn't really. It didn't start off as just being friends. The dude pursued you in uh in a mannerism, bringing that word back up again. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> that yeah. he was interested in you. So y'all didn't really start off as friends, but you pretty much placed him in the friend zone and like, hey, I I'm not ready. He didn't for this. start off as friends. Nah, I he mean, definitely didn't. I was, was I was straight up from the beginning. I was like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not trying to date anything like that. But we were spending a lot of time together, and I mean, it was mostly friendly, but it was like some feelings there. So it was kind of conflicted for me. So it was like maybe I might be interested. I was back and forth. So when I finally decided, you know what, we just need to be friends. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be anything else. Of course, that that hurt his feelings. Were you attracted to your friend at the beginning? Honestly, no, I I wasn't. So you just get like, you in trouble. <laughs> nah, it's just, she'll be like, nah, let's no, skip, he, skip he, over this part. I'm sure he's probably <laughs> watching. Love you, baby. <laughs> but um. He knows. Yeah, because look, because look, it's tw- it's twenty twenty, bro. We can get women in trouble too. We tired of being the only ones sitting on the couch. That's right. And in the doghouse, y'all get in trouble too. Well. Damn it, right? EJ, back me up, bro. Oh yeah, 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 nigga. They, yeah. They, they, they get in trouble too. We're not the only ones who fuck up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> did, we he, give... did he start working out? 
No, he was working out when I met him. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's not like he got better so looking a, physically, but to me, I became attracted to him. Just so getting to before, know him and his personality and who he was made him attractive. So, so he was a before, and then he worked his way into an after. And then, but then but what him. what was that before and after though? <laughs> like yeah, what? like honestly, yeah. like what what transpired <laughs> for you to be like you know what? Let me go ahead and give this a shot. Was it was it like you fucking with like no good niggas and be like you know what? These niggas ain't shit. Let me go ahead and give this rat a shot. I mean, I did uh, date someone after we, you know, decided we were going to be friends or I decided we were going to be friends. And I mean, I guess you could say that. But at the same time, I just wasn't ready for I knew getting in a relationship with him. He was more like marriage material. And if and you I, wasn't ready for that. Right. It was right. like it was yeah. too serious. Like and it was sense. and it was fast. Like his feelings were strong, really fast. So. I you just kind of got like had to back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Steph, what about you? Would you date a, like a good a male friend of yours? I know you've been in a relationship a good eight months now. Good eight months, probably nine. Eight months. I'm so happy about it. Awesome. <laughs> but your male friend, it's just like, would you risk your friendship for no a relationship? You wouldn't do it. Why not? Cause. How do I say this without cussing? I don't f cuss. my, I don't cuss. I don't f my friends. So if you're my friend, you're my friend. So if I introduce you to somebody and I say this is my homeboy, that that's my homeboy mm. or my bro. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Oh, uh, it's been a lot of females that fuck their bros. Right, exactly. See, but see, we really I'm, don't. I'm not a lot of females though. Yeah, you know, that's, that's you good. Get, you get what I'm saying? So, um. And I'm not knocking anyone who does that. Don't right. get it twisted. But for me personally, like, I have to move into situations. Because, see, that's how people get hurt. You go into a situation or to a relationship with someone unknown. Like, I need to know up front, like, how are we rocking? What's going on? You know, are, are we are we public with this? Are we low-key? Like, what's the dynamic of our relationship? Because... If I don't understand that, then I need I need to protect myself and my emotions. You right. know what I mean? Because just, you know, from my younger years, I was in a very long relationship. I was in a relationship for 17 years, and I have three kids. So that was off and on. And there was a lot of emotions, and it was a roller coaster for me. Um, I don't have any regrets. You know, I feel like um, I had to go through that to get to where I'm at now. And so, um, but to answer your question, no, like if you're my friend, you're my friend, that's it. Mm. It's not like, hey, we're going to cross the line and we're going to try this and that. Like, like, you know, let's know what up front what's going on, you know? What you yeah. would say, Jamie? I saw you. I feel like if it's a childhood friendship or like somebody you've been friends with for some years, you really don't want to risk know, that friendship. That, that's a big that. loss if you were to lose that versus somebody you just been friends with for even a year. Or yeah. a couple of years, like you messing up history, families, and everything. If it don't work out between you, t- yeah, between just, you two. What about loving basketball? Though? I'm just, I just know, like, <laughs> but yeah. it's it's so many ways that can go. Cause yeah, I mean, I mean what if it, what it if just, that is the love of it, your life, and it, then y'all do try to make it work, and y'all are happy for the rest of your life. So it's like that's what I'm saying. Are you willing to take that risk? Right. Regular relationships can either make it or don't make it. So. You experiencing something with a person that actually knows who you are. But at the same time, like, you can be friends with a person and it might not work on a relationship type level. You know what I'm saying? Right. But 
But how Taking, do you go back to the friendship? I feel like you're into it. How do you go? That's, See, yeah. that's a whole different question, though. How do you yeah. go back to the Especially friendship? Especially after y'all had it, sex it's, or it's, whatever. It's no turning back. Right. But it happens <laughs> because I've I've had relationships. Well, I don't want to say relationships, but I've been with women that are, are that are actually friends to me to this day. Man, we but messed, were y'all friends before y'all were? I mean, we, we we messed around. But like okay. now, that's what I'm saying. That's different than actually having a real friendship with somebody. If y'all off the jump, y'all were friends with benefits or whatever, then y'all are still cool to this day, but y'all don't mess around anymore. That's different. Right. So but I'm, it happens though. <laughs> that's right. I'm, but that's it, it not, does. That's like a different situation. Than, I guess what we need a new about. example. Yeah. Hold on. Let me come up with something. <laughs> I just feel like your intuition or your discernment has to be really strong in that situation to yeah. know, like, you kind of know if this person is the one for you or you're like, well, let's just give it a shot and see what happens. But how, but how do you know? Because just like you said that with with the person that you with now, like, he was he he was feeling you for a while, but then right. you paused that and now. Well, you, the you, second time around, I made sure like I was really sure, like I I was having feelings from. Probably some months before I was like, okay, like I want to be more than friends because I didn't want to hurt him again. So I was careful with that. But I knew like my feelings were strong and I just just knew in my heart that, you know, I wanted to be with this person. So, yeah, but the thing is, like, there's no friendship to go back to because there wasn't really one in the first place. Like, he's just waiting. So, That's if, how it if, was. so ladies, if yeah. you sleep with any one of your guy friends. Don't worry. There wasn't a friendship to begin with. He was just waiting for you to be vulnerable so he could sleep with you. Okay. Or if you feel I like, agree. like I agree. Yeah. Or if you feel like none of your guy friends want to sleep and with then, you. But then but then you're like, "Oh, well, Jimmy's not that way or Deshaun or you pick a fucking name. Deshaun? I don't know. Why are you using black names? Hold on. Cuz I use Jimmy every time, okay? Deshaun. No, nah, you are, I ain't never heard you say Deshaun. You pick Deshaun Watson, nigga. This is your goddamn <laughs> But if Deshaun will sleep with you, well then Okay, you got a decent lay out of it, and then now the this a fucking decent. this fucking shark that's like waiting to <laughs> smell blood in the water. He just goes and s- somewhere else. That's if what you, women you think. Oh, not him, not Deshaun, not Jim. Yes, he will never do that. He don't yes, want to fuck him. me. Yes, Bro, that's him. so and crazy. That's like the women same say that. Why we can't have male friends when you in a relationship? Because <laughs> y'all that. already know they just waiting. Well, like I think it, it that changes. It does changes after a while. After a certain, yeah, yeah. I can definitely have female friendships now, but if you caught me in twenty one, yeah, I'm trying to get close. Like, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I think you should. Of course, date, I think you should date your friends. My homegirl said so. All the homeboys just be waiting. Hey, what's up, Drea? Make Most sure definitely, Drea. You need your uh, tailor made suits. Holler at Drea. Oh, all right, Drea. Yeah, because no, no, nobody, no guy friend of yours gives a shit how you slept last night. Oh, okay. So, like, you ever wake up to that text? How'd you sleep? We don't give a fuck. So, not the guy friends. Yeah, not the guy friends. He got his own thing going on. So, it with, with the guy friends, it's really it's kind of like split. I feel like it's more sixty forty. Like sixty percent of guy friends are just waiting, and they will fuck you. And probably like forty to thirty-five percent of guys that are your friends, they'll be like, you know what, nah, we, like, like we're we're good, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, but for the majority, I think it's probably that, a smaller percentage. That, that's not, that bro, like, nigga, Josh is fucked up. He's laying like, on TJ's shoulder. Well, because it's comfortable to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that statistic sounds like it's coming from someone with a lot of oh girlfriends gosh. that he's waiting on. 
Oh no, nah, I, I, I don't really have no girlfriends that I'm waiting on. Or well, like friends as girls. I just that I'm waiting I on. just feel like life life is too short. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. I just I was talking to you, Rick. No, I was just saying life is too short. We're all, I mean for me, I'm we're all getting older and I just feel like I don't wanna waste time with anybody. So like I just kinda wanna know like what are you into? What's going on? And that's why back to the word conversation is so important because mm-hmm. shout out to my baby. I'm not going to say his name because there's a lot of haters, but don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. No, but honestly, I'm going to be honest, like how we met long story short, we met at uh, my friend's pool party. So it was a public pool party, but we had like a section, whatever. And um, we met. And um, he was just like, hey, you look nice. Like, could I get your number? I said, I'm going to say it real fast. If you remember it, cool. If you don't, bye. Like, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't looking into a relationship, nothing. Well, he actually remembered my number and texted me. He's like, hey, I remembered your number. I was like, dang. So then. Um, oh, he liked you. Yeah. And then so he, and when I met him, like, he had like a cutoff shirt, like a cowboy hat. Like, right. wasn't like, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, what's going on? So, um. And then we exchanged social media. He reached out to me a few times. I read his message, never responded. Jamie and I had a pop-up shop at Leveling Uptown. And um, he was like, hey, let me get that camo shirt. Do you have it in a large? Hey, let me get this black shirt. And I was like, all right, cool, you know. And um, he was like, I'm at work. I can't come through. Um, What's your cash app? I'll cash app you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He sent me the money right away. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, cool. He really wants a shirt. So, um... I was off and we ended up meeting up. We met halfway and where we met was at a Papa Do's. And he was like, Hey, I'm hungry. I'm gonna get something to eat. Well, you know, girls, we don't turn food down. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> no, I was shit. like, I was like, Yeah, let you me go get he, he, he offered Papa Do's. I would have said, Let's meet at Cheddar's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that definitely. <laughs> no definitely. So long story short, we ended up so a simple exchange, right? Money and, you know, merchandise exchange turned into a three hour conversation. And our conversation was so deep. I was like, this is almost not real. You know, and that conversation is what made me change my perspective on that person. And it's like we just hit it off ever since. So it's like you can't really justify a certain time frame that you feel like you know somebody or because I know people that have known each other for years and then they get married and this and that and then i know people who've known each other for six months get engaged get married and, and they're married happily married the rest of their life so it's right. like you cannot it's no uh, formula right so and and that's how i feel with this person and let me tell you and i'm gonna say this live on the air i was not looking for a relationship i was not like period like i didn't even want a friend you know but anyway what you say? We're talking out of the podcast. <laughs> no, because so there's a word for that. It's called the law of detachment. Mm. The law of detachment. As soon as you start saying, you know what? Fuck it. That's when the one comes That's along. when it starts right. every happen, time. Yeah. I pray for somebody like him. Right. And that ain't God and honest it, truth. And you want to know what it is? Same. It's never like what we want. Or what we think we want is never how we envision it's it being. Not at right. all. Like real talk. So it's always gonna come and that's and that's how we miss a lot of blessings, honestly, because it doesn't come how we think it should come or how we want it to come. You know, cause just like you said, you pray for that shit and but it it wasn't probably the type of dude or like it wasn't the the shit that 
you want it, but it's exactly what you pray for. Yeah, it's not what I think I needed at the time. I, I didn't think that I needed to, to be, like, distracted with another human being. Like, I felt like I needed to be alone and, and figure out stuff. But, you know, so it's e- cool. So even with that, and when I say I think you should date your friends, I don't mean, like, your homeboy that you, like, meet up at the bar with every now and then and just talk about the game or whatever. I'm talking about, like, the person that you have deep, intimate conversations with. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with giving that person a shot? You know, like, I, I think it'll be healthy. I think a lot of times we risk going out, go dating Tom, Dick, and Harry and don't know shit about them. Exactly. And the right person's right. I'm and the right knows. person is right here. It's fucking Steve Urkel no, right here. That's true. You Laura Winslow. <laughs> He's right here. And they can turn into Stefan. Get a nigga yeah. some coke. Uh, he, he definitely uh, turned uh, into uh, Stefan. <laughs> right. Don't bring up that name, please. Stefan. Oh, oh, my okay. bad. Well, okay, I never say Stefan again. I'm just kidding. No Stefan. Stephanie dated a Stefan? Yeah, for 17 years. Oh, damn. Ah. That's cool. interesting. No, it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Shout out, shout out to my baby daddy. Thank you for giving me three beautiful kids. I appreciate it. Oh, that's awesome. Fun. I'm not a hater. And salute man. to the new guy as well, man, because that dude really pursued you. He really hey, like to. real talk. No, I, I would have forgot know, your number. You know, what <laughs> hey, <is>? nigga. <laughs> I would have, I would have ran that. Like, what, what was the last four? He went to a bar <laughs> and got a pen and wrote it down. What, what was the last nine? <laughs> you, you know what it, you know what it is. too? I'm gonna be honest. I'm a hard person to tame. So if you have like my undivided attention, like you're really, really special. Because These are facts. I, because I'm a busybody. I'll be like, oh, you do what? You do what? Like, I don't like a lot of things. Like, um, a lot of things don't impress me. So like the average. I mean, I can't speak for all people from Dallas, but that live in Dallas, you know, a lot of people are with the flashy. I don't, I don't care. I keep hearing that. I don't, with I don't. Flashy. I'm newly single, so it's a lot like, of it's like, a lot like, of groupies out here. That's how I feel. It's a lot of groupie dudes, and that's a lot of groupie females out here. So, a lot of flashy stuff like it. It really hey, doesn't impress me. You'll never get nothing flashy except for my personality. Like, yeah. like I said, Papa Do's, Papa Do's cool. We can go to on happy hour, you know. But the bitch end at six. I just want y'all to know that you know what I'm saying. So like, if you want, if you want to continue to date, you go to church. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely mean no back chatter. Yeah, Papa, those I mean flashy. Sh- that's hey, like the sh- final thing. Shout yeah. out to one of our listeners. And you can man. afford it. Hank, Hank from the OLF podcast. He actually hit me up. He said, "Man, next time I go to Dallas, man, EJ got to take me to Cheddar's, bro." Hey, I'm just trying to like this <laughs> like, is cause good because they don't have a Cheddar's in Philadelphia. I'm sure they don't, but you know, like if. If you got it, you got it. Like you can, you can do more things for us uh, financial wise than a person who doesn't have it. And what a lot of women, um, there it is. A lot hey, of old yeah, shit. hey, this, it, it, this is real though. On. This is real. A lot of women, because I, I was at work, man, and I, I was listening to this female talk about, man, yeah, I went out with this dude, and he just spent a lot of money on me and everything, and I, and I think I might really like him. What that female doesn't realize is that. Financially, like that, like finances doesn't matter to that dude. So he's able to do this and that. And to you, it might seem like he care about you, but he's doing something that's regular. So it doesn't matter. But she might take that as, I mean, he's been he's spending money on me, so he care about me. I have dudes that I actually like who who wasn't able to do this. So she like shit like that can be a lot can be confusing to a person mm. because I know he did that shit last night. 
Yeah, like, but 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 she might not take it as that way. Like, right. she might take it as he's spending it's money good. on me, so he really likes me. He really care right. about me. But this is regular to this dude because finances is not a problem. I think me, men do that too. We definitely do that too. We do that with shit like sex. You know what hmm. I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like damn, she she, she we had sex. She swallowed it, nigga. I, I, All right, man. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> she she gotta care about hey, me. Jamie, uh, still, it's that type uh, of podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie face. The conversation, no comment. But but I, I think I think men do that, you know, with with sex. You know, and I got I got this theory that like, you know how uh how like women don't necessarily open up sexually. You know what I'm saying? She she rather open up emotionally first. Right. Mm, yeah. But a lot of times it's that on the opposite end with men, we not with their money. Up. Well, we not open up emotionally, right? You ever talk to a dude? You ever talk to a dude and he be like, like he ain't trying to talk about his dad. He ain't trying to talk about his childhood. He don't want to talk about none of that stuff. His goals and then like that. he'll keep all of this stuff to himself. So tell me about so, your dad. He good. He good. He good. <laughs> he I good. Him, I talked to him yesterday. Yeah, that, that you don't know nothing about this dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, like women are trying to get that. I'm trying to get into this emotional side of him, but like he keeps that locked up, just like she keeps her legs closed because. We we not going there. No 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 no. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even though she's not going there with you, she might be going there with somebody else. Yeah, that's a different mm-hmm. story. Yeah. That's so it's story. like it's just it's just so much like dating dating is fucking crazy, it's, bro. It's, that's why you just have to have that conversation to be upfront. Like, hey, what's going on? What are we doing? How are we moving? Because at the end of the day, I don't ever want to look like a fool. Fact though. Yeah. You know, I never. That's why. That's why I don't double from text. the get go. Hey, what's up? What are we doing? Like, what's the vibe? You know, I just have to know up front because I just I'm a busy person like um, Jamie and I were talking about this earlier, like like living an entrepreneurial lifestyle. Like I- I'm too busy. Like I don't have time. Like, what's up? You, you know what? You, I, know? you know what? I think the the it's not a formula to dating or anything like that. But I, I think what people have to get comfortable with comfortable with is breaking the rules of dating. Or like, the idea of dating, like, like what you think it should and should not be, right? Like you, like you dated your friend, right? And y'all right. been on for two years, you say, yeah, prosperous relationship. I would say that's that's a good thing. Uh-huh. A lot of people will say don't do that. A lot of people will say don't talk about marriage on the first date. You looking at a guy who did, and you know, might, might not be the best example now. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> but, saying though, but, like but, that that saves a yeah, lot but, of time though. But it talk, we talked about marriage yeah, on the first date, and we and we got married, you know. Yeah. So. It's okay to break the rules. Like one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror. Y'all watch, y'all watch Black Mirror? I don't oh, watch TV. My boyfriend. Yeah. Loves I don't even that have show. cable. I've only seen a couple episodes. Salute you. But there's huh? it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. I don't like. I, I I'm so busy. Like I don't watch TV. I don't even have a TV in my in my room. Uh, that doesn't make you cool anymore. Huh? I don't want to. I'm sorry. I'm kind of. I don't watch TV. I do. I do a bad job at like describing movies and and all that stuff. But the. <laughs> What's going on? He stole my drink, y'all. Bro, like she took two sips of it the whole episode. I'm taking my time. Let me drink my drink how I want to drink my drink. I, I feel that. Put in there. Sure. Put, to put it to good use. But I probably wasn't gonna drink all of that. So there, there, <laughs> there's an episode of Black Mirror where, where people are, where people are trying to find their match. They're trying mm-hmm. to find the people. I caught that, they that late. What's going on? <laughs> you know what, what show about? is this? Repeated. Black Mirror. There's an episode on there oh. where. Uh, where people are trying to date each other, right? Okay. And so you randomize who you date with. Okay. So say for instance, I meet Jamie and I I date Jamie for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I get to know her. We live together for two weeks, and then I move on after those two weeks, and then I meet 
Steph. You know what I'm saying? And we together for two years. Like, damn. It's just, it's completely random. Wow. And so you get to know this person for two years. Where on this particular episode of Black Mirror, they dated for like a month, I want to say. Oh, wow. It was only like, yeah, like 12 hours. Oh, 12 yeah, hours. Wow. something so, like so, that. So 12 they, hours? Okay, so they dated. Yeah, they, dated they went for, on a date. They dated for 12 hours, yeah, right? a long date. And so, <laughs> well, it's not they, like you actually live with them as well. It's oh. Black Mirror. You got to su- oh, okay. su- suspend reality real quick. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But wow. they dated for 12 hours. They lived with each other for 12 hours, blah, blah, blah. I think they had sex, right? Yeah. They 12 had sex. Nah, they didn't, they didn't have they sex didn't. the first night. Y'all got to watch Black This is a dope-ass show. But yeah. When they went on to the next relationship, mm-hmm. they kept on thinking about each other. Oh. Like, damn. Because you got to keep on going on with whoever this little system sets you up with. Hmm. And so they actually bump into each other again and say, listen, fuck these rules. Fuck this time limit. They making us go on these dates with other people. Let's just leave this 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 zone that we're in. So they broke the rules and they hop over this dimension gate oh, wow. and find out like there's thousands of other couples who did the same thing so it's a beautiful love story but what it tells you is like in order to be in a prosperous relationship you have to break the fucking rules you do Break absolutely the rules, man. You definitely gotta take a risk just absolutely i know people who are married to this day and had sex on the first date right yeah you know what I'm saying? that's exactly what that. my point was yeah. earlier like you have to get it out up front as far as you know just what what direction is this relationship going absolutely it all it all goes back to honesty but um honesty but it, it was actually a little different so they they met but the system actually repaired them up years Again, like you right. like like years later yeah i left some of the part yeah yeah it's cool that, that, that that's why i'm here you know yeah that's why i'm here i got you i did it on purpose I would be uh, talking forever. Oh, <laughs> that's that's why I got you. You ain't got to talk forever. I, I can talk. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like pass pa- pass the rock, Kobe. Kobe. But oh, but uh, man. oh man, oh, oh shit. Man. You know we got to talk about Kobe. Damn, nah. Damn like, bro, that shit was gonna be the ending. You know, <laughs> we, we definitely gonna go back to uh to uh to Brian, man. Um, but no, so they they repaired them up later in the future, and. It was it, you know, so that it, it, it kind of like goes to show you that you might not when you meet a person, you might not be the person that that person need or that person might be the person that you need. But let time go by and that person can be everything that you want because time rules everything, you know, like a lot of people like to write certain shit off because it wasn't how they liked it when they experienced it. But. Right, but I don't I I don't think longevity makes the relationship have any more or less value depending on the time because speaking from experience, I was with somebody for seventeen years. Off and on, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't feel like my longevity with that person added any more value to the relationship. Now I didn't say that the longer you be with a person, the better it's gonna get. That all depends on you and that person. You know what I'm saying? Because you can be with a person, like TJ said, you can be with a person seven years versus you be with a person a, a couple of months and that you automatically know that person is for you. So I'm saying times through everything because if we go out and we don't hit it off, who goes to say that we might not be perfect for each other five years down the road? Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. It's 
Kind of like if you let them go and they come back, then it's right. Okay, I see what you're thing. saying. I thought you meant like if it was a continuous relationship. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I got that's what you're why, saying. That's why I expanded on the, okay. the, you know, the, the shit, you know, the TV show, right? Yeah, a little bit, you know. <laughs> All right, I um, just put my sixty-four song. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, Ladies, you know, I, just, I, I just want to go ahead and get it out right quick. Man. DJ from the It's Better This Way podcast. <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this, you know, during lunch hours, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else before we jump into creative couture? Ah nah, man. Um, let's. Uh, so we're gonna take this time just to expand on you guys. Like, let let the listeners know what exactly what you guys do. Okay, cool, Jamie. You wanna start? <laughs> okay, so um, Creative Couture Company. We specialize in Colombian jeans for women. Uh, they have lower tummy control. They lift up your butt, make your booty look good. Mm. Um, we do. We sell waist trainers. We also do the jogger sets, like we have on. Which are for women and for men. Um, t-shirts, logo t-shirts, things like that. So I'll let Stephanie take over. Okay. That's, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're Creative Couture Company. Um, Jamie and I, we're both Pisces. Mm. We have the same birthday. We have the same birthday. The same birthday? I never March I, I didn't 5th. know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm a year older, you know. Um but um yeah we're we're best friends we have a business together we definitely bump heads throughout the process but it's a beautiful thing because it's a true partnership um you know i think we balance each other out i'm a little more um outgoing jamie's a little more low-key so we definitely have balance in our friendship and our business relationship um i do want to let all the listeners know that it, it, it is possible to run a business with your friend and we've been talking about this all night. Communication, conversation, um, I think is the foundation of all relationships. Um, with that being said, you know, earlier we were talking about, you know, creative couture. So, like Jamie said, we specialize in premium quality Colombian jeans. We have unisex clothing. Uh, we just want people to feel confident, especially like our women. Um, I think there's a standard in society on how you should look you know everybody's getting this uh quick fix surgery you know jamie and i we're natural women you know what i'm saying i have three kids she's got a son and you know just really how we started the business um for me personally it's always been hard to find a good pair of jeans that fit me right um i've always kind of had a like a curvy body i've been athletic i ran track i played basketball and so that's you ain't got no shot Nah, I really don't. I was a center. <laughs> but <laughs> um you know, so we do that. Um we're definitely entrepreneurs. We also help people uh we teach financial literacy. We help people restore their credit. Um Oh shit, you get out of jeans? Yeah, right. man. That's, <laughs> a, that's a separate business, but we That's do a separate business, but that. it's part of creative couture because it, because it's who we are. So uh, I'm a big advocate for entrepreneurship. I'm all about being a business owner here in America. That's why our ancestors came here. We didn't come here to work a nine to five. You know, we didn't come here to work and make other people rich. You have to leave a legacy and you have to understand, uh, you know, where you come from and what you're leaving behind, especially if you have children or family, loved ones, whatever. Um, I mean, I can go on and on with like personal testimonies, but um back to creative couture you can follow us on instagram at jamie you want to tell them it's creative with a k 
Couture, C O U T U R E, and then the letters, the letter oh gosh, C. I've been doing this all night. Sorry, <laughs> that was so. rude of me. Repeat it one more time, please. Really, creative with a K, Couture C, <laughs> and then we're on Facebook as well, Creative Couture Company. Yeah, so we don't have a physical store. Uh, we used to be called the Pop Up Shop Queens. So stay tuned. You know, spring and summertime is coming. Daytime parties are coming up. So um, I don't believe in paying overhead. So we do we do a lot of pop-up shops. We travel a lot. We're in New York. We go to L.A., Vegas, Austin, Houston, San Antonio. And a lot of people, oh, Kansas City. A lot of people show us love out of town. And it's, it's crazy. We were kind of talking about this earlier. We have a crab mentality um, we get love in Dallas. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to all of our KCC supporters. Um, anybody who supports small business, entrepreneurship, women. Um, I'm all for that. But um, and we really Black appreciate businesses. you guys yeah. having us here on the show. We really do appreciate that. And, um, you know, it's good to connect with people and support people and just kind of see what you guys got going on and, and, and how you impact and value add value here in the DFW area. So. I get, definitely want to give it back to uh, TJ. Yeah, and yeah that, that, that's I know, it. That, that's you, it. She, 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 she gets like a nigga. No, the I did it. No, I did it. No, I did it. Somebody cares about me that much. Are you sure it's not one of the kids have your Snapchat now? Niggas don't care about me at all, nigga. Shit. But hold on, nigga. You ain't trying to snag my chat. You ain't trying to get into my snap, bro. That ain't love right there. Only thing getting hacked around here is the email. And them hoes barely get a text. You might want to change your Gmail password. (laughs) (laughs) What's your bell south? All right, so I do have a question for you guys. Uh, Are Um, we live? We we recording. We don't stop. But I let you guys know. Yeah, we'll we'll just take everything out. Sorry, hello. Just let me know when you're ready. (laughs) She said hello. You're ready. All right, so my my question for you guys is, I know you guys said you guys don't have a, a physical location, right? You guys did the pop-up shop thing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, are we moving out of that space, though? Well, I would say, us personally, we did pop-up shops every month. Like, we was going out all the time. We was kind of, like, popping at the time. We was doing all kind of, you know, bars or whatever. Um, but now we're trying to reach, you know, reaching some more, like, consignment agreements. We did have our merchandise in uh, Guns N' Roses um, boutique for a while. Shout out to Princess. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Princess the Pope, but um, so we're tr- looking to do that in this year, like do more consignment agreements. And you guys have a website? It's under construction. Okay, that's another question I had. I want that first question to, to roll into this one. Do we even need websites now? This is a question for everybody. I guess for for different things, yeah. I think you guys will need one, like you guys say, it's under construction, right? But, but Honestly, when, you, when you got an Instagram. Honestly, it's easier for us to do sales like through Instagram because we're actually exchanging communication with people like, you know, they'll comment on our stories or our posts and then we'll DM them. Hey, what size do you have online? We didn't really see a lot of success online with sales. We saw more success when we were in person or Mm. like, you know, directly through Instagram or, you know, vendor events or whatever. I think websites do good. Oh, yeah. I I think (laughs) websites do good with certain certain categories of, of yeah. whatever you're doing whatever you know, it, you're it, selling it like depends that, yeah. like it does give you a look but say for, exactly. for a podcast like this do we necessarily need a 
a website? Right. I don't think so. I think we just need a pop in Instagram. Yeah. I think it's, it, it'll still be cool for people to go to and check out if we I shout it I think it, it depends out. on it's the cool. level that you're on as well. Like, if you're at Fashion Nova level, then, of course, you need a website well, yeah, for right. ordering order stuff all over the world. But right now, where we're at as a small business based out of Dallas, we don't really need a website. But I don't think, you, if, I, if I'm thinking about myself as a consumer, I don't even go to people's website no more. You said what? I was just telling that a titty was on the mic, oh, and that's why it was moving all the time. All right, you gonna get a visit, hey bro? I heard what you were saying about my two year relationship, bro. Hey, yeah, I heard <laughs> you say it wasn't shit. You talking oh, about wow. my girl I don't, I don't like what you, I don't like what you're doing, brother. Nah, but no, like I'm, I'm saying for I, I can't help that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's milky. So, um, <laughs> really, like, uh, to at, answer your question, like as a consumer, I don't go to people's website. I go to your I Instagram. I don't either. Well, because nowadays everybody's on social media. Right, people yeah. have short attention spans. It's like 30 seconds or less. And the deal is made. Um, 85% of my gen, um, 85% of my income is generated from social media with all of my businesses. Right, right. So okay. I think social media is a. Um, a wonderful platform to advertise and to brand yourself. So and it's, it's free. Right. And it's free. It it's is. not free because it takes my time. Websites but yeah. cost. Websites yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so, so you guys feel like it's no need for you to actually get a, a physical store right now. Uh, not when like, online is popping. Online and is popping. Consignment is coming. Have other people... Have other people uh, do the work for you. I'm all about that. Right. right. So our merchandise would be actually in other people's boutiques and stores without us having to pay right. somebody per hour to work mm. the register or pay rent or pay lights or That's any why of the that. Pop, the it's pop too much to cost. Be so it's, it's so successful. Exactly. Because, like you in and out. Like people. Like you get you get exactly. you sell what you need or whatever. People buy what they buy and you just move on to the next one. Right. And we interact with the crowd. It's not like hey, come buy my stuff. It's like hey, I want I want to get to know you. Build a relationship. What are you into? kind of business do you have what do you do right. you know like that's that's how you build relationships with people is you you ask questions you have a conversation your network is your net worth come on now James. True. nipsey said that Nip- <laughs> <laughs> he had to he had, he had to, to right to. yeah man <laughs> the marathon hey, continues nipsey said everything man all, all right, right well um what you got what, what, i thought i had another just, question oh, okay we can we can go ahead and roll into this or that. Nah, go on, nigga. No, no, no. I don't have it. I don't have it. But I, I think it's something it. else I want to do. I was trying to think of what it was. Oh, oh Kobe. I want to talk about Kobe real quick. Mm-hmm. We don't have to stay here too long, but I did want us to like yeah. express Just our feelings like and everything like that. Because this podcast don't come out until a week. It'll be right. a week once, you know, uh, since he passed away. Almost, it yeah. Come, well, he died on Sunday, and his podcast mm, right. drops. Oh yeah. yeah! I mean, it's it's very heartbreaking. You don't have to be a fan or a Lakers fan or be close to him to feel that hurt. Like I shed a tear. I've really never cried when a celebrity passed away. Right. It just his legacy just you know it succeeds him like who he was as a person in his heart. So it's you know. I can't imagine how his family feels. I know like what we feel is is nothing. That's something i don't feel like i could bear that weight right of my child and my my husband like at one time like even ever having to deal with that unless you guys are in, in old age that's hard you know I, I, go ahead Steph. i know you um, cut you off nah uh, go ahead i think the toughest part about it for me being a father of a little girl mm. you know that shit hurt me like when i heard when i got the text message 
first everybody was in disbelief you know i didn't believe right, it like all right this is some fake news you know but then like you just kept getting confirmations like yo this shit might be for real right and so i i was very sad but when i found out this little girl was there and that really hurt me as a father because i'm like as parents everybody and her parents like we pride ourselves on how we protect our children you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to look over at your child and see like there, there's nothing else that can can be done at this moment, you know, to for for me to protect you, that hurt me, you know. And, and I also think that this whole thing, because like you don't think about Kobe dying, you know that he's everybody's right. gonna pass away someday. Right. But, but you right. don't think you don't think about that but, shit. Like, oh yeah, but, this nigga gonna die a week from now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You not a, not at 41. I mean, not and then 41. he just was looked at like a superhero. Like you kind of think he's invincible yeah, in a way. Like, oh, yeah. Kobe's gonna live forever. You know, yeah. like because he's such a legend. Yeah. You don't even think about it. But that's how that's how we look at like pretty much like every celebrity. Like we think about like they're they are going to be around for. Oh wow! Like we don't even put a, a time stamp on how long a person is gonna stay around. We just be like, oh, they, they good, you know. That's that's just how we think about life. But we don't really put a time stamp on the life of a person because it can go from ten to twenty to thirty or even to a couple of months. But we, us as human beings, we don't really put a time a time stamp because we don't we don't know what's right. gonna happen to a person. You you know what I think the the sad uh, another sad thing going forward as we continue to live um, going forward is like we know a lot more celebrities than our parents did you know mm-hmm. that's true because of social media because of social media right. like we gonna cry a your whole face. bunch more times you know I don't think so you don't think so well I mean I, I guess like for it's me crying oh what you <laughs> I actually got a question about that yeah I actually got a question about that like do you grieve well how do you grieve. Uh, man, that's I, a good ass fucking question. Because I've noticed your responses at some deaths, and it's I'm not saying that you're wrong, but it's not like mine. Like, I right. cry like a motherfucker. Have I you cry. ever had someone close to you pass away? Yeah. Um, last year was it last year, and I'm not saying you got to be crying over celebrities or anything. Like no, I'm not. That you didn't know, but she I'm just, just said that have I had like somebody pass away? Like, my cousin passed away, and um, last year, and no, that was. Was it last year? I think yeah. it was 2018. No, nah, it was 2018 because, uh, yeah, it was 2018. And um, <clears throat> that was just like out the fucking blue. Like she was um, a month younger than me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, so, so of course, like you're not thinking about like a person never think about a person that's passing unless they have an illness. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if a person passes away to have an illness, it's more receptive or more accepting to for you to to digest but a person just like randomly passing away that's is is mind-blowing and it's, it's it takes a little longer for you to digest like yeah, why like shocking. why 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 did this person pass away but everybody has a time stamp on them that we don't know about you know so for as me expressing how my cousin like me and my cousin grew up together like like i said she was a month younger than me so we went to the same schools, <clears throat> middle school, high school, elementary. Like we did all that together. And for her to pass away, it was it was it it, it was a lot because like you don't really picture a person passing away. And then when you think about you dying before your you your kids dying before you or you dying when like the time stamp is not 
available. Like before your time. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Kobe was fucking 41 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody, like, thinking about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, everybody thinking about it. Yeah, he gonna pass away when he's 80, 90 years old. But that's not the case for a lot of people. I kind of, I mean, just from my own personal experience, I feel completely different from you. Mm-hmm. I buried both of my parents and my best friend, who was my cousin, who's the godparent of my oldest. So my perspective on life and how short it is is completely different. At the age of 18, I buried my father. At the age of 24, I buried my mother. Um, At the age of 27, I buried my childhood best friend, cousin. So my perspective is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So How's it different? um, Just like amongst my peers and and people that I deal with, a lot of people can't relate to me. Mm. Um. Far as what though? Like how I can't how can they is not your is your mother me? and father alive? My dad uh passed away when I was five. My mother is okay. still living. Okay. So you still have your mother. So like a lot of people can't relate to me because they may still have their mother. They still right. ha- may have their father or their grandparent or their childhood best friend. I right. I don't and I'm not saying that I'm just saying that like a lot of people can't relate to the pain that I experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, like I really don't have any family here in Texas. It's it's my kids, and I was in a seventeen year relationship. So, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like a lot of people can't relate to that. Some people can, but the average person they they have at least one living parent. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. So uh, that that's all I'm saying, and it's like, um, everybody. Like, you asked him, how do you grieve? Everybody grieves differently. Like, I was prepared, um, especially for my mother. Like, I knew she was going to pass, but she actually outlived my father by six years, which, which was strange to, strange to me. Um, I don't want to get too deep off into it. It might turn into a whole other radio show. But um, I was prepared for my mother to die because I, I grew up. Um, Knowing she had an illness or whatever, right? Yeah, my mother had full blown AIDS. So so I, I lived that life. You know what I mean? Like I literally saw somebody that I loved and take care of me like suffer every day. You know what I mean? Like it, it was nothing pretty about it. I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on my on my worst enemy. Not that I have an enemy, but that's I experienced that that was real life to me. You know, um That's I, that's I, nothing that I not to cut you off, just yeah, I'm gonna say this too, like Growing up, like that's not, not that's not nothing that you could joke around with me. That was serious to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, um, um, my child's mother has lost both of her parents, just like you. And you know, when I met her, her mother had already passed, but her dad passed away in the midst of our relationship. And I remember when he passed away, she said, "I feel like an orphan." Mm. Me being a person who still has his mother and his father didn't never even thought what it feels like to be alone here on earth you literally here alone on earth you don't like i i laugh and joke with my mom all the time all the time she cooks some hey come through and get a plate tj you know but she has no one to 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 do those things you know even just to say happy birthday you know what i'm saying so i can't necessarily say i i i've been there but i do empathize with people who have lost their, both of their parents. The reason I was asking about grieving is um, because I saw pe- some people's reactions to uh, 
to, to Kobe's death, uh, Draymond Green being one of them, and I'm not necessarily saying he did it wrong. Let me go ahead and say that. Right. Uh, but he said that when he when he learned of it, he went back to sleep. He said, man, I ain't dealing with this, and, and went back to sleep. And I heard a few people say, I'm not dealing with this. Me, when I, the way I grieve, I have to deal with it full on. I want to hear every interview. I want to hear every right. person talk. I need to go ahead and get all these tears out now. I have to hear it. But I, I, I know that some people try to avoid it. Yeah, I'm right. like that too. Because it, it's it's a lot for a person to digest. But, okay, so I'm wondering, like, for the people who have to avoid it, are they doing that healthy? Is that healthy? For them, it could be. It, it could be. Yeah. Like, my, yeah. my first reaction is not to judge it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not judging Draymond Green or anybody else right. that, that felt like that. But for me, I'm just different. Like, when my aunt passed away... I dealt with that like I was crying at work when I got the news. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you gonna get these tears? I want to talk to everybody who was impacted by this. You know what I'm saying? Like this is personal and like when I'm like when Nipsey died, I was I was crying like a mother. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I cried. Yeah. All right. Um, and as as well as Kobe and his daughter as well. You know, cause me being a father of a little girl, I have to deal with it head on. Otherwise, if I put it to the side, I don't feel like I'm genuine. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I'm genuine. I'm not being authentic to myself, but I'm also not uh, coming to reality again. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I deal with it the same way. Not yeah, I deal with it the same way. Like I, um, I lost my son's father. He passed away October fourteenth, fourteenth, two thousand eighteen. And that was a relationship I was in for 10 years. So, you know, even though we hadn't been together for two years, it hurt like we were still together. Like how your friends said they felt like an orphan. Like I kind of felt like a widow because we were together for so long. And I deal with it the same way as in like, I wanted to look at all the pictures. I wanted to post. I wanted to talk about them. But his family was more like, I can't look at his face. I can't look at his pictures. Like they didn't really talk about it like that. So I can kind of see that. You know the two different ways, what how you grieve. Everybody yeah. grieves differently. My, I, I got a friend of mine who say they don't go to funerals, mm. and 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 I, I was so offended by that. I was so offended. I was like yo, if somebody mm-hmm. in, in my family close passes away, and you don't show up to the funeral, as long as I've been knowing your ass, then I might have to question where we at, because funerals, yeah. funerals, funerals, funerals work for me. You know, because yeah. you you with the people who will grieve. Because I something that I realize when anybody that that passes away. I'm not the only one that's dealing with this loss. Right. It's a lot of people. We all having to help each other together. Yeah, and it's hard to grieve alone. It's It's hard to grieve alone. I don't want to grieve alone. But I kind of feel your friend that says they don't do funerals because, like, after my mother passed, like, I don't do the Catholic Church no more. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into religion, but... Oh, shit. That's that's what we do. No, I don't want to get into religion, (laughs) but... um, it was kind of like I'm done with the church after that. Like this is the last time, and um, my mother's mother had passed um, two summers ago, and it was like that was the only exception that I made because I wanted to pay my respects. But um, you know, everybody deals with grieving differently. Some mm-hmm. people want to avoid it. Some people want to embrace it. Uh, for me, um, it was sad, but it was a sense of relief at the same time because they're no longer here suffering, especially for my mother. Just um, what I witnessed, what she went through. And, you know, it's kind of like, come on, God, like, why are you playing with me? Why are you letting her continue to suffer, you know? But 
you know, everything has its reason, and and we may not understand it at that point in time. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you just really have to cherish cherish life and understand what that relationship, what kind of value it brings to your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think um, I know for me personally, like you know, God forbid, but I want people to celebrate me and be like, oh, Steph, she was cool, she was funny, she was about this. Like, I don't want people to be sad. You know, because yeah. at the end of the day, like you can go at any moment and and I I don't know if this what kind of parent this makes me, but I'm very honest with my kids. I'm very honest with my kids. Like it, it's it's a, no Santa Claus parent. in my house. Like ain't nobody yeah. taking credit for the hard work that I put in. And uh I tell my kids all the time, like I try I try to teach you about life because I, I could die today. And that's yeah. the truth because that's the life that I've lived. Like people come and go in your life and so I just tell my kids, like, you have to learn how to do things for yourself because one thing my mother taught me before she passed away, she said, don't ever depend on anybody but you. Yeah. For as raising kids, man, um, it's no better way than than life, like teaching them what life actually is. Because just like you say, it's no Santa Claus in my house. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I feel the same way. Um, but we're taught to to pretend and put on a facade for for the sake of what society paints you exactly. know what i'm saying so like we even though we don't believe in something we know something that's not true we still put up a front we still tell our kids or certain people or try to make try to make this fairy tale believable but but it's not and for as grieving when um I got woke I got I, I believe I got woke up like uh 4 a.m. when my cousin died. My cousin called me. Um and it's it's, it's crazy because I I saw I saw my cousin call me. I was like I I I call in the morning. You know, just just like, you know, I'm asleep, I call in the morning. But she called two more times and I answered it and that's when I got the news and I didn't cry. You know, I'm just cuz it's just like I'm I'm a processor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have to shit has to make sense to me. I have to analyze certain shit. I have to think about certain shit. So it didn't it didn't even even when I was driving to the hospital, man, like it it, it didn't even hit in. Right. Until I saw her. And that shit it, it was it was just mind blowing. You know? I just saw this person, my cousin that I've been knowing for like twenty eight, twenty nine years, is is not is not themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was hard for me to digest when I actually was face to face with it. Do, do y'all think it's fair to say people need to find their grieving style? You know, a person think, knows a, a person knows they that like their grieving style. I don't think they do. I think no. I don't think because death do is either. unexpected. It's unexpected, and I think a lot of people, like we said when when, when I was being interviewed uh, by you, and I got choked up when I was talking about the separation between Alicia and I. Um, like the reaction was to let's just talk about something fun. I was like, nah, let's let's cry together. It's okay. <laughs> we for we forget these tears on the podcast. I don't care. Yeah. But I think our initial reaction is to jump right back to happiness or jump back to something comfortable. And I think that even happens in death. Um and I don't know if that's the healthy side of it. Now just because you may grieve differently from my the way I do it don't mean it's wrong. Yeah, right. I don't know, think there's a right or way. It's not a right or way. Or a wrong. <laughs> a right. 
You have you said it right. You have you have to let a person deal with. Nigga, that's that's two times in a row. I know. Thank God I got insurance. You have to let a person grieve how they grieve. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you can't so say you gotta that, find your grieving style. That, that, but yeah. no, but it's not that person knows how they grieve. You know what I'm saying? Like you, no. you can't tell that person that you should do this or you you, sh- you should grieve like well, that. I'm, I'm not saying you telling somebody to do it, but I'm telling like so, I think some people their initial reaction is is ain't always the right one. Be comfortable with how you grieve. Yeah. Yeah, like you know what I discovered. I'm I'm remodeling my house right now, and you know what I discovered through so many years. I'm a sentimental hoarder. Mm. I'm a sentimental hoarder. My mother, her last meal was this. Uh, we're Dominican. She her last meal was this like uh, this shrimp dish with like rice and shrimp. I had it in the I had it in the freezer for like years in the Tupperware, and I can openly admit that I'm talking about years. It was hard for me to let go of my mother's last meal. Fan, I still got dead people's phone numbers. <laughs> oh, wow. No, for real. Like, it's people people who passed away in my life, and their number is still saved in my phone. Yeah. How can I you delete have, that, I still though? have I, my I son's father's number in yeah. my phone. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I still got my cousin. And it was, what's so crazy? Ah, man, this is crazy. Um, A person that I, you know, that I, I, I text has the same name as my cousin. Mm. And I text my cousin. Wow. And I realized it and it 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 it, it, it kind of fucked me up a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like honestly because I don't, I don't know. It it, yeah. it really did because it's just like I'm, you know, I just go and just put in the the search for the text and mm. I just text this yeah. person and it was my cousin. Wow. So that was that that was actually hard for me because I ain't really like dealt with it. And experiencing in like a probably like over a year, mm-hmm. and then certain emotions and certain shit come up. So right. like I was I was really fucked up. Like like damn, because it had a picture on there and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, wow. that's crazy. Well, kind of brings back memories, you know. Yeah, it really does. Um, I'm not sure what the story is by the time this podcast drops, but just know I always say this: we record on Wednesday. <laughs> So the the story is, uh, of Kobe and everybody that was on the helicopter with him mm-hmm. passing was just a few days ago. Um, so by the time this podcast drops, it'll be uh, a week and it'll also be a new story about it. But I do just want to speak for Wednesday. We're all sad and that really hurt me. I had a lot of plans on Sunday and I didn't make a move after I heard that. Right. I didn't I didn't go nowhere. I stayed right there in my sweats and muscle shirt and just chilled at home because I was hurt. Um, so I do just want to express to our listeners that, uh, if you're, if you're grieving, find your way of grieving, you know, and it's not just with, with, with Kobe, but any family member, any friend that you're dealing with, find your grieving style and it's okay. I don't think you can go based off a formula or Google some how to grieve. Like, no, you have Mm -hmm. to find what works for you. If you need to cry, good, good. If you need to avoid it and take a nap like Draymond Green did do it you know but you have to but that's that's in though you know like people love and have to be told how to do certain things you know what i'm saying because they don't even they don't know how to 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 experience experiences you know experience well you, you yeah you got me so um a person like they can't really go off their own emotions and how they like they their thought process because 
they feel like okay nah this this is wrong i have to do what this like what what they say do right the traditional way yeah like and when you when you live and when you experience and when you accept life for what it is nobody fucking knows that that, like all the answers like you have to experience it yourself to get the understanding to get the real true emotion of certain shit nobody can tell you how to fucking grieve you have to you have to experience that shit yourself and really deal with your emotions but the problem is a lot of people don't know how to deal with their emotions they don't know how to they don't know how to feel you know what i'm saying they don't know how to express certain shit so they just go based off what another person says going like googling certain shit you should do shit certain you, you should do it this way you should do it that way but that was works that is what works for them for the and not for you right now for, you know what all right let me say this and then we can move on but i remember i was reading a book you know how everybody tells you read books read books read books and i'm, I'm an avid reader i, I love right. reading i remember reading this book one time and i was disagreeing with everything the author was saying <laughs> <laughs> and, and it didn't occur to me until that moment like hold on this is just another man on the end of this book with his opinion with his opinion i don't agree with a damn thing that he's saying What's that? Read the Bible. <laughs> 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 Yo, chill out, man. Hey, it's a lot of niggas on there. But um, yeah, so it, it's okay to disagree with everybody and their steps on how to get how to, how you should approach things. You have yeah. to find your way. Even when you go to a counselor, I've been to counseling before. Counselors don't necessarily help you make an answer or, or come with a decision. They just ask enough questions. So you to, help, to help you think about it. Or just let you yeah, vent. It's a process yeah. and it's ongoing. It doesn't like, okay, I'm done grieving today. Like, you're probably going to grieve that person for the rest of your life. And, and you're okay. going to have to. And that's okay. You learn different ways to deal with it, but it, it always going to hurt the same. Like, But I'm a big advocate for therapy, for counseling, for all of that. I mean, obviously, there's a big stigma here in america with mental illness and things like that that's especially in the black community yeah especially but uh i can i can honestly say here i go to i go to therapy every thursday i go to therapy every thursday because i just feel like everybody has a story to tell everybody's been through something traumatic in their life you know whether it be your childhood your adult life um it's important to to reach out and speak to a professional because you want to handle things in a healthy way because you you know what i'm saying you got to protect and preserve your life but um but just to recap like on the kobe thing like i wasn't a personal fan of his but i have children and he was brilliant i mean the man spoke seven different languages he's very intelligent he had a very high iq he was a family man yeah he has flaws but who doesn't you know who doesn't who doesn't but um you know i think people just i've seen some nasty things on social media and the internet i think we just got to focus on the positive you know, um, just his mentality, his mindset, um, just like, I mean, we can go on to a whole nother subject, but you got to respect him point blank yeah. period. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say necessarily focus on the positive because every person have positive and negatives within them. So you just have to focus who he was as a person, you know, because a person is not going to be a hundred percent perfect you know it's always going to be flaws within that person but what a lot of people like to point out is the negative on the person because i remember like you put you had posted and i had when when i saw the original post about the teacher that did the timetables of the nine through ten 
mm-hmm. and she put nine times one uh, like equals equals seven. You know, and everything else was correct, and every and all of the the students was laughing, right? So, and she said she did that on purpose, so you can focus on what reality really is. Like you can get nine questions right, but what society will focus on that one question that you got wrong, right? And that's how that that's the truth of what reality. A lot of people like to focus on the negative versus the positive. Like, yeah, I got one question wrong, but I got nine questions right, and you just focusing on the one that I got wrong. Fact though, the, the Super Bowl have been played by the time this podcast come out. I guarantee you, when Monday comes, the next day, Skip Bayless, Steve Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, uh, uh. Shannon Sharp, they all gonna talk about how the loser lost the game. Not necessarily how the winners won the game. Right. It's so it's so much easier to talk about every, what they did wrong. What they did wrong. Right. What they did wrong. You know, yeah. Skip. This, <laughs> this is what they gotta do, yeah. Skip. But it sells though. Because negativity sells, unfortunately. Because don't nobody know. Like you can it's it's so easier it's so easier for you to focus on the negative versus the positive because the negative you can just be like, okay, they did this wrong, so right. th- this is why they lost. But for us, the the right, don't nobody fucking know. Like it, it just happened, and a lot right. of times it just happened because on if they was to play two games, right? Because they only play one. If they was to play two games, Kansas City can win one, and and San Francisco can win one. Don't start that debate with me. That's why I now, said basketball is better. Now what? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like 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 now what 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 are you what are you gonna do? Right. You know, mm-hmm. but I uh, want to end this and go to this or that. But man, RIP to Kobe, RIP to Gianna, definitely, uh, and, and everybody that's in, that was in plane crash. Everybody that was everybody. on that plane crash, and everybody else that just lost their lives. Man, it's a lot of people that just did not wake up this morning, or whatever the case may be. Man, it like the Kobe Bryant situation, the helicopter situation, just really made me deal with my own mortality. You know, mm-hmm. when you like. Damn, this like I can pass away someday. You know, any, like any day, any day, yeah. any so, day. Um, may we all come to grips with who we serve, our loved ones, as well as your higher powers. Getting tuned with all in all, man. Quit fighting with folks. Amen. All yeah. right, brother, you ready to jump into this or that? I mean, we can. Let's do it. All right, all right. So, uh, my first question to you guys is. What do you feel is harder to do? For you to say that I need help or for you to say that I'm sorry? Mm, for me personally, probably I need help. I agree. It's like a, a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm wrong, I can admit that I'm wrong. I don't have a problem with that. But if I need help, I was I was just talking to Stephanie about that earlier. Like, you know, if I ever had financial struggles in the past, like it would have to be my very last or very desperate for me to ask somebody for money. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, a pride thing. Like you not that you just don't want to look bad, but it's just like you want to be able to do it on your own. And it's hard to ask people for help, honestly. All right. Yeah. Mine's the same answer. It's unanimous. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, yeah, like to ask for help is everything that Jamie just said. Like it, it, it goes straight to my ego. Uh, and ego is not always a bad thing. A lot of people like to say you got to kill your ego. I'm like no, ego is ego keeps me from being punked as well. You yeah, know, like now nah, you're not fit, you're not fit to yeah. bully me. 
you know. But um, yeah, man, mine's is is asking for help as well, brother. Mm-hmm. But what? But what if you like you put in a situation to where you have to ask for help? Well, just like Jamie said, that's when you do ask for it. That's right. when you got to swallow your pride to do it. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you ain't you, you ain't you ain't gonna ask for help when you got like a hundred dollars. Some people do account. though. Some people, Some people are very good no at shame and asking yeah, for help. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I just don't want anybody to ever say like, "Oh, I did this for you," or be able to throw that in. Don't my throw it in my face. My, you know, because people are like life. that. People yeah. are like that. They're like, well, I remember I did this, and they expect you to do something for but them. But it's, it's not, like you have to give without expecting anything in return. Right? It's not mm. genuine. So I, if it's not genuine, I don't want it. Thank you. Next. Exactly. Agreed. Okay. Guess you're going to the next question then. All right. Now, yeah. pe- pe- people will label you after one fuck up. Just like we were just saying, though. Like, but it's, you, it's, it's you, so easy to do, though. You Yeah. Like, you, you may need some gas money one day, and they'll remember you needed gas. You needed that ride 20 years down the line. What about when I gave you that, that $15 for gas? That's like, when I get my scissors out. Oh, okay. Cutting cool. the friendship out. All right. Because yeah. certain shit. Thank man, you so much. <laughs> experience, experiences with. Teach you fucking everything, yeah. and this and this is just my uh, my opinion because a lot of people like to be told, but experiences, just like you said, one if I ask a person for fifteen dollars and then they bring it up two months, oh yeah, that nigga, that nigga, he just asked for fifteen dollars for gas money. Bet you, you know showed you showed your true colors to me, right. and that's exactly like, what you, I needed you, you for. You, so thank you so much. This happened for me to see what the fuck it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't understand because they don't pay attention to it. But a person will tell you every fucking thing, depending on the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're true. You'll tell a person true colors through time. Right. Facto. Yeah. Sometimes it takes way too long. <laughs> but it's cool. It always that's happens on time. Long. It always happens on time. You it, know? it does. Every time you enter in a new level of success in your life. People start falling off, and that's cool. I'm, I'm, I've accepted that, you know. Mm. Yeah, we've definitely seen that being entrepreneurs. Like you would think, the people that would support you and buy, you know, the first pair of jeans or the first shirt is like strangers. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's cool. You though. think it's gonna be your I'm best friends, but now, I have friends that still have never bought anything from and, Creative Couture. But you know what? To and me, I that's have, cool. It's, it's I'm cool. cool with that. I accept I'm cool. it. I have no because love I, lost at all, really. Because I deal with you accordingly. A lot of people, okay, it was a few podcasts ago, it was weeks, 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 weeks ago, that I had said that I don't look forward to my friends and my family to support the podcast or whatever I got going on. I don't ask y'all to listen to my stuff. When you do it, then it's our love. Appreciate it, you know? But I don't ask for folks to do that. And I think to some people, like, it's an automatic cutoff. Like, oh, you ain't buying my, my stuff. Like, nah, we ain't fuck with each other. Nah, they just, they don't. Like, I'm, I'm not the biggest advocate for everything that my friends do either i mean that's you know? i mean i might su- but i might support your your aspirations but not necessarily like uh i don't listen, i don't listen to rock music bro <laughs> you know what i I'm take saying? it so i it take it as, as long as you you are supporting what i do some way some form of right. fashion then you're giving me positive yeah, like if you if you telling me like hey yeah. like like hey T uh I said T that's that's you of course right <laughs> hey E <laughs> yeah. uh like you keep keep doing what you're doing like if, if you giving me some type of support some type of way then I'm rocking with that but like if I'm doing something if I if if I have jeans if I have shirts if and you're not supporting me in some way or some form where where whether it's 
marketing, buying directly, then that's I'm I'm definitely questioning some certain things. You know what I'm saying? For us like what like what's going on? Because you you are so if you are my friend, my family, you're supposed to be able to do something. Should your friends right. should your friends repost your stuff? Yes. Yeah, I mean support a support. A like, share, a purchase is all support to me, but the type of person that I am, I take notes. Right. If you don't do any of that, that's cool because I deal with you accordingly. I mean, I right. can understand. I definitely like. I, I be got... liking stuff. I ain't listen to it yet. <laughs> right. Like, but see, don't hit that like, man. That's the home. I can't. I can't hold a, a certain person to the same caliber that doesn't be on social right. media, doesn't don't uh, don't post that's versus true. a person that posts consecutively daily. If you can, if you posting reposting shit daily and you don't post my shit, I'm gonna feel a certain type of way. But if you don't post or repost at all i'm very lenient with that you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm gonna feel differently versus the person that posts something and doesn't you know one person not supporting me is not gonna stop what i'm doing not, it's not gonna stop my vision or right. and my hustle so at the end of the day like i said i just take notes Fact, though, i don't even yeah. expect it though yeah i i don't i don't i don't expect trust it. me with business i, I don't my, i don't i don't expect anything from anybody my audience for the podcast and everything else I got going on is not my family and not my friends. When they do it, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for the yeah. feedback. And thank you for the five-star reviews. But y'all really not even my audience. My audience is everybody else. Yeah. Because that's actually more customers outside of my family right. and friends. Yeah. You doing you this know? because you genuinely love what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I really so, appreciate it. All right. Next one, sir. I was, I was getting to it. Appreciate my, it, though. My bad, man. Yeah, I mean, like, you you. you you do what you do, you know. Yes. But uh, next question is: um, Over the past year, what has been the most difficult death to swallow, Nipsey or Kobe? I don't want to say this. <laughs> I have um, to say, I have to say Kobe, just because nipsey hustle like he had a great impact on you know the community and everything i i love everything that he stood for but i really didn't know who he was like that when he passed away okay. like i had heard of him but his death is really what made him like famous or like more well known um just because of everything that he stood for kobe is like everybody knows who kobe is like since i was a child like that's he was in the game for 20 years that's just you know that's that's my answer. Um, I can I can see where Jamie's coming from, but for me personally, for for what I've um for what I've grown into, for for me, I took uh, Nipsey's death a little harder because I'm all about entrepreneurship. I actually was a special guest speaker at his last event here in Dallas for By the Block. Um, I spoke about credit restoration and leaving a legacy for your family. Um, financial literacy and just setting that foundation um, just from my own personal testimony, just having uh, legal documents in place, will, power of attorney, trust, life insurance. I was left with nothing uh, when my parents passed away. And so for me personally, Nipsey, um, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, of course, everybody knew who he was. He was in the, in the basketball uh, game for a very long time. He, he impacted a lot of people. He influences a lot of people. Um, but Nipsey to me was on a whole nother level and I feel like that's why his life was taken away so short because they knew the type of value he was adding to his own community 
And, uh, you know, they don't want us to shine, so they kill it. I just wanted to add to that as well. Just the the fact that Kobe's daughter passed with him, that's what made it. That's when I actually shed a tear because I saw it and I was shocked. And I was like, I can't believe that he passed away. Like, that's insane. But then when the news came out that his daughter was confirmed dead as well, that's what really hurt my heart. You know, his child, like an innocent 13-year-old yeah. that didn't really have a chance to live their life and, you know, achieve their dreams and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Uh, it's that's a tough. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. If if I have to pick one, I guess I would have to say Nipsey. And I'm probably only picking Nipsey because his happened first, you know. And I think when Nipsey got killed, it um, it it was it was so random that it was like it, it felt like a glitch in the matrix, you know. Like that wasn't supposed to happen, you know. And so when when Kobe did, it was, it was the same thing. Like that wasn't supposed to happen, right. you know. So I was probably a little bit more prepared for it by the time Kobe passed away. Um, but I'm I'm just gonna say Nipsey, man, and mostly because I think I can relate with his story more so. Even though we knew Kobe longer, uh, and granted, I, I didn't really start rooting for Kobe <laughs> until his his latter years mm-hmm. and, and playing. I'm a, I'm a Maverick boy, you know, because yeah. born and raised in Dallas, like. Mavericks did you know that was a that's a rivalry team you know mm-hmm. so I was always rooting against him but uh I've always respected his his grind his hustle his championships and everything always always bro but when it comes to Nipsey I related with his story a dude from the hood right I am from the hood you know what I'm saying but a guy from the hood who was different from his peers because mm-hmm. like I, I'm fr- I'm from that I'm from that block and these are my blood brothers right here we got another brother too we from that block, but we are not products of that block. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. All yeah. right. what you gotta right. do is relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. I got niggas beige though, but yeah. it's cool. I, I love y'all though, bro. Let's talk. <laughs> we we you know like we had different aspirations, and it's not to like one up anybody that's from my neighborhood or nothing yeah. like that. But right. it's just that like I didn't find the allure of doing the same thing that my friends was doing. Like I always went, I'm gonna go this way with it. Right, you know, I had a good, I had a good home coming up too. So yeah, I credit that to my parents as well. You know what, bro? I feel, I feel the same way for us, like my, like my family, for us, like my, my male cousins. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm from here, but I'm, I'm not rocking with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I was definitely, man. I remember when um I was in high school and I, I went out with my friends, man, and they, like they, like we. We shooting at people. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, like we 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 like with guns. I want to say, I, <laughs> nah, nigga, we 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 What's what's so fucking crazy, bro? It's like it was Crips, it was and it was Bloods, but that was like we we was all cool. So it so it was like if it was a person that was a Crip, the Bloods would take over. If it was a person that was a Blood, the Crips would take over. You know what I'm saying? Like like it was it it was just so fucking it was it was just crazy. You know what I'm saying? But so like it don't matter where we went, it w- we were always getting into it with people, mm. and I 
I didn't like that because you know, like I, I just want to chill, bro. Like I, I just want to have right. a good time, go out and, and enjoy my life. But I don't want to just go into it automatically thinking that I'm gonna get into it with somebody. But that's what these niggas did. Some people live for that. I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're talking I about. I can't deal with it. That's what, like like people like like these niggas like really got hyped out for that shit. I'm like, I, I'm I'm just chilling in the front seat. Why y'all niggas do what y'all do, Bruh. But I couldn't. All right, oh, okay. Let me say that. I know this podcast run a little long, but <laughs> <laughs> but I have been so traumatized by the early 2000s crunk era folks getting jumped i've actually jumped somebody before that's don't fucking play crazy. a little john and east side boy song oh hey. all right, if, if, all right, that nigga t- that, that nigga tj kick somebody every time you good you all right you all right <laughs> who you with who you with but, get crunk no seriously but, i grew up in that era so yeah, I, I can relate you already know like i remember when um it uh somebody in the podcast community had a game night a few months ago mm-hmm. i think it was teapot and was it teapot tj Nah, DJ, BJ, but CJ. After the event, One of us. everybody, everybody that was pretty much at the thing, not necessarily from Dallas. Me and EJ from Dallas. We from here, you know. And I knew where we was at. Yeah, we was off Wheatland. And then nobody really know. I'm like, y'all was in the club. Yeah, I'm like, hold on, fam. we like, in front of Wings. Y'all, y'all too comfortable. Wings and more. And so it was like, oh mid- my god, I'm it was exactly. <laughs> it was like midnight when we had to leave the spot. Right, everybody outside just socializing. I don't know if you remember. I stood to the far side of the group and was just watching because i do not want to look like bait you know what i'm saying like none of y'all it's like 10 people in the huddle right now ain't none of y'all paying attention i gotta look at everybody out here right and didn't nobody even notice this dude walked by the whole group and mugged the whole entire group i'm just now speaking of it uh shout out to b from the here you podcast she noticed it too he mugged the whole group for no fucking reason <laughs> No fucking reason. And my first reaction was gonna be like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" That was my first reaction. But then I had to think like, got a little girl at home. (laughs) Yeah, kind of want to get back to her. But that's like reality for some. That's the mentality of a person. He had no reason to do that to us, Mm -hmm. you know. But but that's that's, how that's how he was raised. That's how he was raised. Yeah, apparently how he's still living. That life, even though I've been in those situations, it never was. Was fascinating to me enough. The right. murder rate in Dallas is insane right now. I think yeah. already like fifteen people died this Damn, this month. Only only watch the news no more. Not the local I news. I don't. It's been like fifteen TV murders in Dallas since house. January first. I found out about the Kimball shooting and sock shooting on Twitter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I only fuck, I don't fuck with the news no more. Man. Yeah, we had that. more shootings in 2019 than Chicago and New York. What? More murders. Damn, nigga, I definitely didn't know that. That's why I go straight yeah, home. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. bad. It's bad too. That's why I don't go to bars and shit, nigga. That's why. That's why I take naps, nigga. It'd be, it be over stuff like that, like yeah. somebody walked by me and mugged me and I shot them. Miscommunication. You know? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just because, like we might have the same mentality for us. Like you gotta watch out and shit like that. But just because you watching out and I'm watching out, now we enemies because we look in a certain type of way. Right. You know, towards the other the other prospect. I said prospect, like like nigga, somebody <laughs> gonna die. You know, but <laughs> but uh my next question is uh would you rather look ten years older from the face up or the waist down? That's a weird question. Hey, answer Dang, that shit. That's hard. Um no, vagina just shit just swinging and shit like that. Oh, you face know? up, Yo, Botox. If it's, if it's, <laughs> it depends because some if women is swinging. 
Wow. <laughs> I do not want no swinger. <laughs> Swinging vagina. That might be the name. Nah, Get on the white carpet. Oh my God! I mean, some women, especially you know, black and Latino women, age very gracefully. So I mean, some women get finer when they get older. So I probably would pick the body because I'd rather my body age and my face, you know, wrinkles and everything. Hmm. Okay. Man, I put. I remember when that app came out, that Oldify app or whatever. I put my face on there. Nah, it, it ain't looking too pretty for me when I turn 80 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put it on your balls though? Nah, I ain't put it on my balls, bro. But I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick ten years up on my face, man. I guess yeah. that could go both ways too, because yeah. black don't crack. So in ten years, we might look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. people be like, "You have teenagers." I say, "Yes, ma'am, I do." Ten years from now, I'll be 43. I, I can I can deal with 43. We're the same. Ooh, We're the same so age. Young. We're, I'm 33 A too. A year. How old am I? 34. <laughs> She remember that she, you were a she year older like, than me. She said yeah. like, well, yeah, you, you said that I shit had, on the podcast. I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely we want to give you guys a time to plug any and everything that you guys like the people to follow you on. Or I think yes. we did that already. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. I got to go. But <laughs> um, <laughs> say, this, say that shit again. So I, so, we so got to go. We got to wrap it up. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in this evening. You can follow us. Stephanie Lopez here live. Jamie Davis, you can follow us. On Instagram, Creative Couture, C-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-C-O-U-T-U-R-E-C, in case you can't spell. Um, Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for having us here again tonight. We truly appreciate it. It's, we've definitely had some interesting conversations here. So uh, I appreciate you guys and make sure that you follow them. T- shout out your Instagram so all of our followers because we're here live on our Instagram. Uh, okay, where you where you live at? Yeah, point the camera, Jamie, if you don't mind. Go ahead, Jamie. IBTW Podcast on Instagram. IBTW Podcast on Twitter as well. Follow us. Fuck with us. All right, well we out of here. EJ, what's you got anything you want to? What's your personal shit like? Pe- pe- people want to probably want to get to know you. Freeway TJ. <laughs> that nigga Instagram on I thirty five. I thirty five TJ. Yeah, I mean, we're tagged all over our Creative Couture Instagram if you want to follow us personally. I'm JSophie29 and Steph DM Lopez, baby. Already. Okay. That's awesome. EJ is back. Oh, yeah. I forgot in my mind. I was I, I was in tune <laughs> with, your, with your show page. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is EJ is back. EJ IZ back. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. All right. Well, we out of here, everybody. we about to go kick it with Creative Couture. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. So we out. Salute to everybody that listened to us. If you've been hanging out with us for about two hours, damn, now, thank about you. Two twenty. We have still not found a cool way to end this show, so we're just saying this every time we go. You know what? What's that? Fuck it. Salute. All right.